Okay, you there? Hello, sorry, here I am. Sorry, it was just going when you got there. I was running against time there. I did well. Well done. Um, but that was fun. Here we are. Hello and hi. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good night. And we're live on Mr. Clyde on stereo again. Um, this is our Saturday night shit chat that we talk about just random business and stuff and get ahead for tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll be doing our big show, the Sunday brunch, and you can listen to that where we buy all the expensive Sunday papers so you don't have to. But tonight is a more casual chat. And we appreciate any input, any comments you've got. So, anybody that's listening, in, um, leave us a wee voice memo. We'll play it, and we'll have a wee chat on the show tonight. We want to hear from you. We'll see where it goes. We'll, we'll see where it goes. No, when the chat, it could go on an adventure, and that, they're all yeah. the most fun. Is adventure ones. It usually does, um. But to get us ahead, uh, sort of prepared for tomorrow, would you like to maybe do a wee? Uh, our edition of press preview and go through the sort of front pages for tomorrow's papers and what we can expect. Okay, I'll okay. have a look on Sky. Put that up, um, so I'll have a. Well, I've got some here. I'll, I'll get this kicked off. while you get your information brought up. Um, I'll start okay. with the mail. The Scottish Sunday Mail. We'll be buying that in the morning and get fully in depth. But their front page tomorrow. Not only are you getting five pounds off when you spend twenty pound at Lloyd's Pharmacy. But they are covering the big Megan story, the Megan and Harry interview with um, Oprah Winfrey that, of course, has been broadcast in America tomorrow, Sunday. Um, but we'll get in Britain on ITV on Monday. Um, we will be watching it on Monday and we'll do a, a wee roundup of that on the podcast. So if you don't fancy watching it or if you missed the, the interview with Harry and Megan, we'll... Um, Goes a wee summary of that and let you know what went on and what you've missed and everything. But tomorrow the mail are covering that and also another big story is um, the the COVID outbreak at Holyrood. The Scottish Parliament last night is the centre of a major COVID alert after staff tested positive for coronavirus. A number of workers are infected and others have been ordered to self-isolate. Um, we'll have more full detail on that tomorrow for you, but that's the sort of major stories on the mail. The Mirror has got a free Slimming World membership for you. You can grab that. And they're covering the the Megan story as well, saying that the Palace have got fears that um, Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge, is going to be dragged into the Megan bullying row situation. Um, Duchess is said to have witnessed alleged behaviour and could be called on by aides, I guess, for evidence. Um, but the Queen is making a plea for unity. So that's on the eve of the Oprah interview. Um, the Sunday People we don't usually buy that, it's not available as in our area um, but again this is another one that's going on to the Prime Minister asking him to pay up and sort of blasting him for his um, the, the sort of backlash over the, the shitty 1% pay rise for NHS staff, so that's in the, the Sunday People, but that's going to be covered in a few newspapers, the Daily Star uh, is something that we do buy though as usual a, a sort of emotive cover on that paper um, we have a, a, a sick bag, a vomit bag that you might get on an aeroplane that's a cut-out sick bag for you um, that has the title on it of The Shy Couple with a picture of, which I'm guessing is uh, Meghan and Harry with black bars over their face. Of course, just that's in, in reference to the court case uh, with the couple. Um, it's an interview souvenir sick bag. It's saying emergency vomit bag. If you happen to be watching ITV at 9pm tomorrow night, meaning Monday, and come over a little bit queasy, then feel free to use this handy receptacle. It says, by royal disappointment, is the stamped on it. So, um, 
I'm sure Will will get into that tomorrow because he does her usual red top drama, so he'll have that tomorrow for you. Um, the Independent tomorrow has got a, a very sad and emotive picture on the front of it. It's an elderly gentleman lying in bed. Um, he's got an oxygen up his nose and the pipes, cannulas all over him, all his business with a, a worker, a healthcare worker, holding a, an iPhone in front of him while he, he FaceTimes, um, I think, his wife. Um, and there's a headline, a year on the coronavirus frontline. Below that, there's also revealed the six million hidden patients waiting for treatment on the NHS. So we will be grabbing that tomorrow and we'll have a, a big look into that for you as well. Um, they've got some opinion pieces by um, Jess Phillips, um, the MP, why Sturgeon and the SNP fail women. Kate Devlin is talking about is it too soon to reopen schools. So we'll get into the independent for you tomorrow and go fully into that. Sunday Times is one we usually buy as well. The private school pay list, Britain's best paid teachers. Uh, there's a big fashion issue, a 100-page new look style magazine. So we'll get into that and talk about the fashion that myself and Will do not understand. Um, and the Queen is a big headline on the Sunday Times tomorrow. She won't be watching the Harry and Meghan circus, apparently. So more royal news on the Times. The Sunday Express, again, is going with Her Majesty the Queen on the top end of it. They've got a free Slimming World membership for you as well. So if you're looking to loss a bit of weight after lockdown, the papers have got you covered in the morning. Um, the Sunday Express are also targeting the government as well. Rishi leading tax fight back, talking more news um, from the budget from this past Wednesday. Sunday Telegraph has got Brexit news. Um, the, the, the Brussels is advising, the EU is advising to stop sulk, Frost to stop sulking at Brexit. So more politics chatting there. And they've also got concern over quick result tests giving pupils false positives. So that's an interesting one. We'll get into that. Um, the Observer will grab for you. That's also ministers face public backlash on 1% pay offer to NHS heroes. But they have got a special magazine inside, a love letter to live music. And we're actually going to be discussing live music later on tonight um, and our, our gigs that we've been to and, and things that we miss in there. Um, but that's tomorrow on The Observer. We'll grab that for you. Uh, and I think that might be it. Yeah, that's the papers. We'll be grabbing a few more of them, such as like Scottish papers, usually ones we get online that we can get the preview of our sort of English and nationally known papers and stuff. But we'll have a lot for you tomorrow. We'll be on here. Is it uh, three minutes past one tomorrow? Is it Brownie we're doing? I think it's 101 or 301. I'll have a wee look. But I know it's always funny numbers, so I think it's 103. Aye, but we'll be on tomorrow afternoon anyway, as usual. Yeah. We're, we're, we're Sunday brunch, so you don't have to waste a fortune buying newspapers. We'll do it for you instead. Um, but to, uh, we'll, we'll start off with um, some. What were you going to say? I was going to look something I noticed today. Like I follow wrestling, I follow basketball, and both of them tomorrow have been put up an hour because they know they're not going to win the ratings against uh, Oprah. So what they've done is they're running an hour later. That's the That's NBA All Star Game and AEW Pay Per View. They're mm. running. They're running an hour later, so they don't mm. have to compete with it because it's a juggernaut. On your wrestling special interest subject area, <clears throat> I'm seeing at the moment that Kurt Angle is trending on Twitter at the moment. Yes. Can you fill us in what's going on there? Kurt Angle has put a video on that he's... Uh, an ominous video where God Bless America or like some American thing sang all quietly and him putting on his wrestling gear and putting on is that and it just comes up, it's true. But we're not sure what that true is because they're meant to be uh, Tony Khan of AEW fame, the owner, has come out and says, we've got a big name that will change wrestling. A would-be Hall of Famer is coming to us to sign a big contract on Sunday. 
and everyone's all like not knowing who they're talking about, guessing, thinking there might be someone. CM Punk's come up again. CM Punk says he wouldn't waste his time because Phil does what Phil wants. Mm-hmm. But that's the first one that's came up. Christian also, he said that he's fell out with the WWE. No one knows. So that's one of those things where it'll probably end up a wet fart as well. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll turn up to be Eugene or something like that. Not that there's wrong with Eugene. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. But it'll, it will be someone bizarre. Um, I just wanted to say something real quick, actually, because you may have seen him, we're going to discuss as well. Briefly, I'll say, because myself and Will don't have the football knowledge, but you may have seen the drama at Ibrooks today. But there's a a local guy called Michael who does a sports podcast with his friend. His podcast has been stopped temporarily because they've not been together, so can't do the podcast. Um, But he might be joining us tonight. I've sent over across a link to him because he's got some views on the whole situation at Ibrooks. So we might be joined by Michael soon to give us some contributions on that because he's much more qualified and knowledgeable than us on that topic. But we're going to be talking about it. If you've not seen that today, we did put a, a video on the Mouth of the Clyde Instagram um, that you can see. Oh, I think we've got um, Michael now. Um, so hi, Michael, if you're listening. We're just talking about the, how you might be joining us to talk about the, the Ibrook situation today. We did share a video on our Instagram where people can see it if they haven't already. I've had it explained to me by my husband. I don't understand football, but what I think has happened, and you can correct me, is that um, Rangers had a game today, and that it was sort of there's a Celtic game tomorrow. Uh, Rangers were to get a certain amount of points. I think they got four or something, but they need one more or something like that. Um, but basically, if Celtic lose tomorrow, is what I've been sort of told. I think that if they win, if they lose tomorrow, then Rangers win a league, a football league. You're getting um, there. Ash. Am I getting there? Am yeah. I? Am I? You said four Am I tiptoeing on the right? We've got a comment and maybe somebody's going to help us. Let's play our comments. Evening, gang. Lovely to be here. Happy to answer any questions you might have about all things Ibrooks and sport in general. There you go. Hiya. So thank you so much for joining us. We are useless for football. Um, my, my question was, if you can clear up for us, was this something that was planned by these football fans? Because what we've been seeing is that there's barricades and things that you can see, like the video we put on, of, was it Stephen Gerrard? Is that who it is, the football player? That that yeah. video is from? So he was driving in and you've seen the people all behind the barricades and stuff. So was this all a sort of coordinated event that they decided to be there? Or it looked kind of planned to me. Do you think it looked planned? They would have to have done something, but there were barricades to make sure they weren't coming onto the street. But they were throwing flags and there were the smoke bombs and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Because, right, what it is, Ash, if they win today, which they have done, if Celtic lost tomorrow, that's that's them win the league. And this, the big thing about it is Celtic's won nine leagues in a row, nine times in so, a row. So this would have been their 10th? This would have been the 10th. And, the, and Rangers have stopped that happening? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because nine in a row is the big thing that they've both had it, but if Celtic got 10, that means they've won the most in a row. This right, is okay. And is it likely that Celtic's going to win tomorrow? I don't are know. They, are, are they good or? I, I I don't actually. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I see them defying everyone and things like that. I don't want to get attacked by any football fans, so I'm just yeah. playing. I've not listened to. I've not watched the the last FIFA game I got was like ten, fifteen years ago. I've not really done anything like that. Mm-hmm. So. Well, neither of us are, are are football fans in that type of way, so we're very firmly down the middle. 
on this. We're just looking to present the facts and things. So if you can help us, um, Michael, we appreciate it. You're the expert in this. If MD wants to contribute in this chat, by the way, but they don't want to speak, if they're uncomfortable doing that, you can get on our Instagram at Mouth of the Clyde and send us a wee message or email us from there as well. We've got a link tree. Um, any comments you send, we can read out for you if you don't want your voice to be heard. So that's fine. But we do have a wee voice note here, which I'll play. So I think... No, it wouldn't have been a planned club event. Um, I think the way you need to look at it is, is that this is a monumentous day in Rangers history in the last decade. So um, I think the police have probably, true to form, been listening to fans, groups and stuff like that and ascertained that the, there would have been a bit of a mass dissension on the club today because um, obviously they're so close um, to winning the league. I mean, if Celtic draw or lose points tomorrow, Rangers win the league for the first time since they were booted out of it. Um, in 2012 um, so this is really a big deal for them so I think the police have really just looked at it um, and and established that it was probably going to be mass gatherings regardless of everything that's going on um, because it was such an important day to not just the fans in the club um, and, and they've prepared for it which is good Stephen Gerrard obviously is is the manager at the moment um, and the video footage from inside his car is obviously him arriving at Ibrox uh, so no I don't think it was planned I don't think Right, okay, that's interesting. Oh, I've got another one. I'll... Yeah, so b- basically what's happened there is it's not been a club planned or promoted event. So I think Police Scotland have probably listened to fan groups and stuff like that, probably on Facebook and whatever. Oh, I think that's the same one. That's the same one. That's okay. Right, okay, Aye, that's interesting. So and I, I, I suppose there's like, I guess there's probably message boards, isn't there, and things that these these fans would be communicating on. That's how Police Scotland would have seen it. But is, there's not been any like any like, argo, is there? Like nobody was hurt or any stuff like that. They were just there celebrating. Is that your understanding, Brown? You're on mute. I think Celtic fans' feelings was the only thing that was hurt. Aye, but well, fuck that. But um, there's a, a quote here we've got is Stephen Gerrard. It's tough because we're so close. It's been a long journey over the three years. Um, there have been some highs and lows in there, but I've just walked into a happy dressing room because we're so close now. When I turned up at the stadium today, it was emotional. You could see in the fans' faces what it meant. How are my emotions right now bubbling? I'm obviously really happy and proud. I can relate to these emotions that I've had as a player. At the same time, I want to stay controlled because it's not confirmed as of yet, but I think everyone knows it's 99.99% done. So that's really exciting for them. And if you're a Rangers right. fan, it was an exciting day for you. And I'm sorry we don't know much about it, but we would love your contributions if you do have any and you could fill us in. But I'm happy for them if they're enjoying themselves and left through this whole year and everything. And I guess, like, as I say, I don't know about their history, but I do know they had some financial difficulties and all that sort of stuff. And then they sort of had to come back and build themselves back up and everything. So it's obviously a big thing for them. So that's nice. See, the financial difficulties, actually, they went down yeah. to the... They played in the, the lowest leagues in Scotland. and they were Because go- I think they had to play Morton or something, did they know? I remember something uh, in That was after, it. like, two years. Like, they were down lower than that. They were playing in pretty much car parks for a year. Gosh. And so they technically came from being in the lowest league to the top league within five or six years or something. So right. Like, so, like, after, after all that, and then, like, a year have had a COVID and nothing much happy going on, like, have a, a happy thing like this is, is good. Um, I just hope everybody was like safe to their masks on everything because you don't want people getting sick for like going to a thing like that. Um, let's play a wee comment we've got, eh? Oh. Yeah, I mean, so from watching it, I mean, I'm I'm personally not a Ranger supporter, but I've got a lot of friends who are. And, and everything was, you know, it looks, but I suppose arguably depends what you're looking at with the, the flares and stuff like that. It can look bad, but no, I mean, it was, I've seen videos from, within flare clouds and whatnot on my own Instagram and a few other things and on Twitter and things like that. 
nah, I would I would argue that it was it's all been in great taste. There'll there'll be yeah, there'll be a bit of littering clear up tomorrow. Um but broadly there'll be zero property damage, no one will have been hurt, no one will have been injured, there'll be no fighting, no police brutality, no nothing. So I think at the end of the day it's just a frustrated friends group that have have have, have had to endure a lot over, as I say, nearly a decade. Finally, getting to experience and 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 for some fans, experience for the first time overcoming their biggest rivals. Yeah, I never thought of right, it that way. That's good. That is good though. Um, this further one on here it says jubilant Rangers fans have sent a thank you message to Celtic defender Shane Duffy with a banner outside Parkhead. Um, the Ibrox side on the verge of Premiership glory and could win their fifty fifth title this weekend. If Stephen Gerrard's side win against St Mirren, the pressure will be on Celtic to avoid drops as always beforehand. Um, some supporters have started the celebrations earlier and have poked fun Ireland captain Captain Duffy after his struggles with the hoops this term. I, th- I sound so odd saying these words because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I, I, that's, that's good, and I'm happy for them that they've been like, had a happy wee day and stuff like that. And I guess they'll, like all eyes will be on that Celtic one tomorrow. Like, who are they? Yeah. Is this situation? And Motherwell or Aberdeen or something. And so it's likely they're going to lose, is it? I don't know. I've honestly. Henrik Larson was playing the last time I watched football and that's probably about 15 <laughs> years ago. I just I just don't know. No, but it's good for us to, to learn this as well because we they need to know about this. Like we should be more broad spectrum of our journalism stuff, so we should make effort. So I appreciate um, the contributions and stuff and, and, and helping us out and informing us what's going on because we're kind of useless on this. But we'll try and learn um, and try and figure out what's going on. Like, cause it seems as there's, there's so many names and like, mm. cause it's not just like, they've seen like the Celtic one, they call them hoops. And I seen one uh, other day caught getting caught monkeys or something like that. Like, I'd... right? That's I, we don't go where. Uh, uh, but I, no, but I just I don't know what it all means. There's like <laughs> there's, there's all we'll different sit, names for them. We'll, we'll sit down and we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that off air. Uh, I don't know. I'm not being offensive to him. I don't want to say anything offensive. Yeah. But I don't know about football. I don't support any teams. But I'm happy that people are being happy and getting to celebrate and stuff. That's really nice. On that note where you're talking about going and celebrating when it wasn't to do with football, but football, mm-hmm. my mum went and lined the streets for Jimmy Johnson's funeral a couple of years ago. Aww. Well, See, when, a... Do you remember um, back in the day, like, it was in the 90s sometimes, so I was a wee girl, I was never like, a football fan or anything, but I went to um, Capelo because Morton were playing, and they were supposed to be like going out of business or shutting down, I don't know what the situation well, I was. I remember that. I, but everybody was going nuts, and I remember like I had been to the shop beforehand and bought a wee magazine, and in the magazine they like, had a free handbag, and everybody was like cutting bits of the grass off and like giving it to each other, um, and somebody gave me a big bit of this grass and I put it inside the wee free handbag I got for the magazine. I just got like caught up in like the like, 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 thrill of it. Oh, I don't know anything about football, but I was like, oh, I have a bit of Morton grass. <laughs> and I, I planted it out my back green. That was a save the ton time. That was, that was probably a, a crime I've committed there. And um, we've got another wee comment. Let's play this. So I think if you look at everything, all all things involved. So worst case scenario. Celebrations today were maybe a wee bit premature, so Rangers still need to go to I uh, to Celtic Park next week. Celtic need to drop points tomorrow. If they drop points tomorrow, Rangers win the league. If Celtic win tomorrow, Rangers still need to go and overcome Celtic next week at Parkhead. Um, so there's every chance that Rangers could win the league there. Um, so worst case scenario, the Celtic don't drop points tomorrow. Celtic win at Parkhead next week, and Rangers then have to go on to the following week. But at the end of the day, in the balance of probabilities, it's highly unlikely now that Celtic are going to win the league. Um, and it's very likely, sadly, that Rangers are going to win the league. Um, 
yeah, so I think that the celebrations today were justified, premature, yes, but justified nonetheless. Let's just hope they don't. That's that's a ten-year-old Celtic supporter come out and. But saying it's saying um Scottish is it Scottish Premiership is that the right thing I'm looking at? Yeah. So Dundee United versus Celtic um today now we're on Sunday twenty is it twenty first of March oh no it's Rangers and Celtic twenty first of March today at twelve Dundee United and Celtic and so it starts at twelve so we're going to be doing our Sunday brunch newspaper roundup at one o'clock so by the time we do that. We'll be kind of in the middle of it. Won't it? Cause it's like ninety minutes into it, so we'll be like almost done. Yeah. I right, so probably when we're on air broadcasting, whoever's going to win is going to win, and we'll know what's going to happen. So maybe Michael can come back and and speak to us and tell us what happens. Michael, let us know if you're free tomorrow, um, like a half one or something or one o'clock or after that, and you can come on and speak to us and tell us then, and we know what's going to happen with the Rangers situation. I'm going to go. In, but how you. do you find it? How do you find the like the message boards and stuff? I want to go in and see what Celtic people are saying and if they're raging. No, 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 you don't. Do I know? <laughs> I'm yeah. going to. I want to see are they all raging and upset. Like, I don't want people being upset. That's not nice. But right. I want to. I want you to. You never see, listen like, to a fit before and like See, that's what I always wondered. See, like if Michael, if you're still there, if you can tell us because you're a football fan. See, when you see the football team, the football fans at the games, and they're all singing like songs that they've made up. Do you guys share this on the message boards? Because how does everybody know the songs? That's what I want to know. Like songs that they've made sheets? up. I like do they hand out sheets? Is there like some sort of like football like hymn sheet? How do you all know the songs? Do you like share them? Like remember, <laughs> do you remember back in the day people would like Bluetooth things to like your Samsung? You turn your Bluetooth on and hold it close to it and you send it or like infrared? Do you remember infrared? I remember infrared. Right, hold on, I'm gonna comment. Let's play a comment. Yeah, hundred percent. So I've I've managed to Pencil in the uh, hickory sticks, aka golf, uh, at 08:42, so that I'm home in time. I, I'd actually completely missed the message about tomorrow. Uh, I just picked it up earlier on, and thankfully I've got golf scheduled for first month. So yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be available for that if you want me oh, on. Uh, 100% to, to be able to give comment and or commentary and everything that's going on, uh, and I'm really excited about it. Hi, please do that. Please come on tomorrow right. and let us and engage your comment on it. You can be our, our football specialist and you can tell us what's happening. Oh, you know about golf, though? Like, I know about golf. Days, but... I know about golf because I used to go and play out with my daddy. He plays that. Have we got an comment? Right. So basically how you learn the songs is, is, is by oh. repetition and also by the fear of you didn't get into my Uncle Hugh's house unless you were able to sing a different <laughs> verse every time upon arrival. Um, so that's how we did it, and that's how all my big cousin David's friends had to learn the songs too. <laughs> I always wondered, how, like, how do we know the songs? But that's interesting. But I, so tomorrow, most of the Clyde will be doing live football news. We'll do that tomorrow, and Michael's going to come and tell us what's happening because we don't understand it. But he does, and he's going to help us. Uh, I'm excited. I'm like getting in amongst the thick of it. I'm going to be like doing football things tomorrow. You need to listen to a football phone in. That's the most wild radio you'll ever hear. It's, like right. I've heard it before when I'm in taxis and I just hear the taxi driver going like wanker. Doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and, and like I just I do that thing they do on the IT shows. Like oh, what are they thinking? Have a wanker on that early? Just you know. Thing about Arsenal, think they can always they can always walk it or something. I just say the IT shows like they should. Is that a real thing that you can have a website that tells you like smart things to say to football people? Because I'm a bit Hold on, hold on. We say things to say to impress football fans. 
So what can I say tomorrow, Michael? If somebody asks me tomorrow, what do I think of this situation? What would be a smart and informed opinion for me to put forward on this? Things I say to impress football fans, what can I say? You might get American football fans and you might be talking about the I have already got how to sound like an expert at your Super Bowl party. That's not what I want. Proper football. <clears throat> how to talk about football, you know nothing about it. Let me see. You play that comment and I'll, I'll try and educate myself on smart comments about football. I'm a I'm an avid listener of uh, the phone and I, I try not to listen to it in the car. I listen to it every, the following morning, and uh, one of my my new heroes is is actually Hugh Evans, and I and I commented on Twitter the weekend stating how Shinjuku Shog as his name is on Twitter is like blue is like blue cheese, um, whereby when you're younger you absolutely hate him, but now that you're a wee bit older he's an absolute delight on a Friday night. And he, he really is on the phone and everything. He's great, but of what, what that is radio gold. Oh, without a doubt, is that with Ruffy? I remember it was Union Ruffy. I used to the old one that I always remember is just someone shouting that after he'd Peter Heed, and that stayed with me for for like my since I've been a wee boy. Because and, I like the um, I like that, that sunshine on leaf song, but you said to me I kind of sing that because that's a football thing. That's a that's a hip song. You'd have to a hip go- song. I don't even know who they are. But oh, I guess I need to support them because I like the song. They're the other side of of Edinburgh. Because you've got Hearts and Hibs in Edinburgh and you've got Celtic and Rangers. Or if you're a hipster that went to Glasgow Glasgow Uni, Patrick Thistle. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures at Ibrooks today and like I'm seeing people wearing masks, to be fair, so I'll say that for them. They are wearing masks. They're not being they're not far apart from each other, so um, it's saying in the metro they did break social distancing, so I suppose they did, but um, they are wearing masks and stuff like that. And I get the like the impulse to want to try and celebrate, especially like after Michael was saying like how, how much the teams went through, and they just want to celebrate. It's such a big event and stuff like that. So I can see what they're saying, but um, they are wearing masks. So, so I think I think I think Ruffy's had his day now. So basically, you've got um, Mark Wilson, the the Celtic right back, absolute journeyman. Never great, never rubbish, but he was always there. Uh, you've got Alec Ray, former Rangers centre mid. Um, you've got Gordon Diel, Motherwell and Rangers. You've got Hugh Keevens, and there's a few other ones, but they're the they're the, they're the main ones. Uh, plus Gordon, what's his face that actually presents it? It's but it's, uh, it's brilliant now. See, ever since they abolished the real the real real radio ceased to exist. Um, what we've got now is just absolute golden golden radio times for a uh, for 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 sports punditry. It's brilliant. I think I might listen to some football phone-ins to see what I'm missing. Oh, what's like what's like the football phone-in? Should I listen to something tomorrow and like be prepared for this this Celtic game? The, I think they're the Clyde Super Scoreboard. I remember that. Is that like a conflict of interest? Then will like Ranger supporters be watching the Celtic game tomorrow, even though they don't like them? Yeah, they'll be oh, watching it. My, my husband's oh. sitting here nodding, saying that they will. Aye, they would have it on, and they would be cheering if. if we'll try and um, we'll try and get Bryce to speak on the podcast and put his opinion here. Who do you want? Do you want Rangers to win the thing? You just want to put that on that. <laughs> He's indifferent. He's not. Alright, comment. The only one to listen to is Clyde SSB. 100%. Listen to the Super Scoreboard. It'll be on tomorrow from about probably 12 o'clock. Get it on. Get listened to it. Listen to the boys talk about it. And 
you'll probably get the team lineups before we go on live. Either. I will do that. We'll put that on at 12 o'clock and we'll put this football game on because if that starts at 12, we'll see a bit of it and then I'll try and get my husband to explain it to me so I kind of know something before I come on. Um, and Mike will come on, obviously, and keep us right because me and you are useless. See, I've not watched football in a lot because cause I lived in a flat show with boys, one of them worked for goal. I learned about football that way and I would end up like, oh, and it wouldn't be even like Celtic games would be like, oh, now we're watching fucking Mexican football or like mm. Sa- Saria B, Italian yeah. and stuff. Like, I didn't um, care for that. On today, Ibrox, there was a comment by the Scottish Government. They put a statement out on it. A spokesperson for the Scottish Government said, we are extremely disappointed. Supporters have gathered at Ibrox today. At this crucial stage of suppressing the virus, the actions of this minority of individuals jeopardises the safety of other supporters, the police on duty and the wider community. We will continue to engage with Police Scotland and the club um, and it's actually a member of the Blues Brothers Rangers and Linfield FC fan group who spoke to PA outside Ibrooks warned that the celebrations will be bigger when Gerard said are crowned champions. It's scenes of joy, 10 years almost of pain and watching our rivals win the lot has been hard to take, said the supporter. It seems of relief to stop the 10 in a row. So if the, if the Ranger people win, when do they get like, what do they get like a cheque or a... They get a trophy. A trophy, they get a trophy. When do they get a trophy, Rafi? He doesn't in the next know. couple of weeks, probably. They won't get it tomorrow. I Not tomorrow. But it says the Rangers and Celtic have to play it in the 21st of March. Is that right? Aye. I'd yeah. like yes. But what would happen then? That's the thing I would want to know, Michael. Like if Rangers win, if Celtic lose tomorrow, is there a chance of Rangers lifting the cup in Parkhead? Because that would be one of the oh, worst. Oh, no. Yeah, that is would that be no, bad. A bit drama? That would be drama. You know, when I lived in Fundee, there were a, a weekend that football was going on like that, and they didn't know who was going to win between Celtic and Rangers, and we seen the helicopter with a cup flying flying between the stadiums. Oh. It was Helicopter Sunday, as it was referred to. Nick Gould got comment. It's a weird one. I can't remember how it works, so... It might be the last... It potentially could be the last home game of the season. So it, it used to all be governed around the fans getting to see you lift the trophy plus Sky Sports getting to televise it. In the current climate, I've got no idea how it's going to work. It will be the last televised home game of the season, I predict. I'm so glad that we've got Michael because he's very well informed. We're very lucky to have him. We'll need to put him on the payroll. No, I'm just kidding, we don't have any money at all, Michael, but we appreciate you regardless. Well, if we ever get to see you or something, we'll buy you a pint or something. I think I actually went to school with Michael. Do you remember Michael Frizzle? I, Michael, did you go to Notre Dame? Because I think I might have went to school with you, but I've got a terrible memory because I've moved around countries so much that I'm bad with names and stuff like that, so I'm sorry. But I think I might have went to Notre Dame with you. It's definitely somebody called Frizzle. I was in a French class with him, I think. Maybe no, somebody I'm, else. I'm too old for that. I also yeah. went to Greenock Academy. Yeah, I was only in Notre Dame for like a year, but I'm, I remember somebody called the last name was Frizzle, but it might not be Michael. There you go. But I'm glad to know him now because he's helping us with us here, and I'm sure people on Mostly Clyde Instagram will be glad we've got him as well. Oh, comments. Ye- yes, yes, I did go to Notre Dame. I did. I can't remember. I, I left in 2000, I went to university in 2007, if that helps. Um... So I can't remember if that means I started in 2000 or 2001. Let's say 2001. 2001, that's when I started. Yes, not at them high school, that was me.
so I, might be, I was only there for like a year because I was in America for six years and then I came to Notre Dame for a year and then I left and went to Australia for like eight years. So I was only there for a wee bit, but I so it must have been you. We must have been in French class together with that horrible woman. Aye. Small world, isn't it? When he says, oh, I got there in 2001, I was like, fuck. I left high school in 19, uh, Christmas 1999 and was with a few. You're a very old person. I'm a very old person. It's a big weekend this weekend. So we've got this football situation everybody's loving and then we're going to have this uh, Megan programme with the Oprah. So it's a um, lot going on this weekend. The UFC tonight and uh, the one of the first uh, explosive uh, barbed wire death matches. If you're interested in a no rope death match explosion match, all right, well, let's get where we're coming here. Senorita Duffy. <laughs> oh my god, see that woman, she was horrible. Please do not even start me on Megan and Harry. And we've not even addressed the, the topic of all the rugby that's going on as well. I'm telling you, tomorrow's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Tomorrow's going to be so fun. It's always fun on Mouse Clyde anyway, but I'm glad we've got a football person now because that was the one area of the news in which we were lacking. But tomorrow we're going to have it. So we're going to listen to an SSB. I've written it down. Clyde SSB. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to watch um, a Celtic game and get my husband to... He's sitting laughing at me. My husband's going to have to explain it to me tomorrow. And then Michael's going to come on and help us. But we're going to have that. We're going to have the Megan and Harry situation. Um, they brought rugby. Like, I've, rugby? I don't what? want... God, it's hard enough for me to keep in touch with the football. There's another fucking uh, sport. I, I think it's like six, seven nations or something going on right now. I've done right. a rugby club. That's as far as I go. Like, none of that. Oh, see, I'm going to have to start watching football programmes and knowing things about sports now. Well, that's just going to take days out of my life. Snooker and darts. Like, I, I'm down with snooker and darts. I'm good and wrestling. That. You can do wrestling just right off the top of your head. I, I'm, I'm a historian when it comes to the wrestling. And I've been follow- I'm back into basketball, which is. I've got a question then. How do I then like? So I was born here, and you know, mm-hmm. but then I moved to America for ages and Australia for ages. So I don't have like a football team that I support. So how do I pick? Is there like a BuzzFeed quiz or like how do you decide? Well, who you like? Buy? Well, it depends on who you. You born you were Greenock. It would be a Martin thing right away. Right, so I'd say the Morton thing. Look, myself, I was, look, my dad, like, Big John, he was a Celtic mm-hmm. supporter, and so was my mum, so I was brought up in that. If you're not brought up in that, like, maybe you see a team or a player that you like, and then you would just follow that. But is it I, frowned upon just to say, oh, I like the colour of their T-shirt, I'll buy that one? Oh, I don't know. And also, this is Scotland where a massive sectarian thing is, so... Usually uh, when you're like baptized, you're like you're a Celtic supporter. Like, yeah. It's always weird finding yourself the other way about. I don't want to go into that sort of stuff, but that's where we live. Is it safe that's, just for me to say I support Morton because I'm from Greenock? Is that just a, a safe thing? That's a that's a safe thing. That's what yeah. I would say when I was working in factories and that. I would be like because they would always look like, oh, who do you support? I'm like Morton. I'm like no, but if you need to support somebody between Celtic and Rangers, who would yeah. you support? And you're like no. Do you know what? Um, I had a Morton player at my wedding. Did you? Yeah, because my husband um, <clears throat> went to uni and his friend Fitz um, got married to the goalkeeper at Morton. Derek, what's his name? Derek Gaston. Derek Gaston, he was at my wedding. He's lovely. He's a very big, tall, giant man. But he, he married Bryce's uh, friend Fitz from uni. And so he was at our wedding. Bryce had told me before that he almost got a trial for Perth FC. 
Perth. I, he was working um, he was working in a phone shop in Perth, West Australia, and the manager for the Perth Glory people, the Perth Glory, came in. He came in and he was buying solid gold BlackBerry phones. And Bracey sold it to him and he liked Bracey and he offered him a trial at the, the football thing. <gasps> We've got two comments. We need to play these. Right, so moving forward, everyone must have uh, what I would like to call, not an express, but what I would like to say is a, a tolerable, an acceptable knowledge of football in Scotland and rugby, international rugby. That's, that's all you need to know. If you care to know about the top six in, in, in the English Premier League, that's also fine. But that's it. We're going to draw up, we're going to put a wee fence around all that, and that's all we'll talk about. Yeah, I agree. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, I always, like my dad, right, who is the, one of the biggest Rangers supporters you'll ever meet in your life, has worked all over the world. Uh, and a lot of the times when he got asked, uh, when he would join ships or rigs or whatever else all over the world, he used to get asked who he supported, and uh, he always used to fall back on the mountain. Always, hundred percent, just to keep it safe, because it uh, meant there was no, yeah, no issues, no questions over religion or anything like. That. He avoided sectarianism, and everybody just thought, all right, that's wild boy from Dunuk. Yeah. Supports the Morton. That was sad. So that always stick with Morton. If you don't support right. anyone else, stick with Morton. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I agree with that one. I'm, I've looked up the rugby um, <clears throat> Six Nations thing, and I think if I'm right, the next upcoming thing is round four, which um, is the first one's on the 13th of March. So that's next week, next Saturday. Um, so Italy versus Wales next Saturday, and England versus France next Saturday, and then Scotland versus Ireland uh, next. Sunday the 14th of March in Edinburgh um, so I'll read on that and I'll see what's going on the situation with the rugby so we should include that it looks on the Six Nations table that I'm seeing here that Scotland are at number 5 out of 6 so it's not not, not going great I feel um, I think they bet England though which is good no England is number 4 they've got 6 points and Scotland have got 5 points Wales is at the top but I think like, I don't know if it's just me stereotyping but I've always heard that Wales are just like awesome at rugby is that not like one of their like super great yeah, things yeah that's one of their things like yeah, the good, good like good leak soup and nice views and they can play rugby. What sport of Scotland got? What is our specialist sport then? Look, we're not getting really... steaming. That's probably the cliche thing to say. To get... Like I've always heard, like people like slagging Scotland and been like, if we're in like, a football game, we're going to go in like the first round or something. That they're not good at football, and apparently, what I'm seeing, not good at rugby either. But it's like at the Olympics, they're not good at like uh, like. Uh, what's it called thing like swimming and like curling and stuff like that like, I've seen curling, like, people win medal, think, medals I think curling were up there I think they were yeah. one of the best in the world at curling lawn yeah. bowls let's play our next comment no don't please don't don't let the table fool you so um, oh. Scotland are actually flying which is strange um, but they got a bad result against Wales which because of a sending off. Yeah, so listen, the intricacies of rugby, you could talk about rugby all day, it's great, I'm excited. We will, we will talk about rugby, not all day, but we'll talk about it for a bit. But yeah, oh wow, it's going to be fun. Oh, so don't be fooled by the tables, right? So we've still got a wee hope with the rugby. I See, like rugby shirts, actually, I think rugby shirts look nice. I could get a Scotland rugby shirt. You could do. See, I used to go down to the Wanderers because... Elder used to play and he used to just stand with his hands in his pockets then he crippled people I've seen someone mm. from Cumnock get airlifted when I was a wee boy Did you ever like play um, rugby or football at school Brownie? I played in first year I played rugby for the first six six seven months 
Mm-hmm. And I played, I was a goalie for a long time, but dyspraxic dude that can barely tie his laces, putting it, it was better just to sew myself in front of it. So I wasn't very good. Mm. But did I, you ever, I um, did you ever participate in any like school like uh, plays or like, were you, like a drama kid or a choir kid? Like what was your sort of extracurricular oh, activities? Nothing really. Nothing? Like, I didn't, we didn't really have much of that. Like I was in a school play and I got to hold Frosty the Snowman's sack one year. Oh dear. That's as far as it went. Like, I never really done anything like that. I was glad to go home and go with my pals. Um, a comment again. No, don't please don't don't let the table fool you. So no, same, uh, same comment. Sorry, same comment. Stairs played it twice. Um, I was in the in, in in primary school. I was in quite a lot of the this Christmas play things. I was always the narrator. I never got to do any acting. Um, I was always just reading the story because I was like good reader and stuff, and I was done the poetry festivals and things. So I always done that. But um, the reason I asked for this is because I'm just reading that. Oh, hold on, I'll read this first. I am. I am still personally a grown-up wanderer to this, this this day, mentally and physically preparing for my last hurrah at the tender age of thirty-one. Uh, in the event that we get to play full full contact and full senior rugby from August, I'm very, 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 very excited. I would be terrified to play rugby because I just like hear people get like injured, and you always like if somebody's a rugby player, you fully know because they've got like broken noses and. Like various injuries and stuff like that. Like, like I, it seems like one of these sports you kind of get through without breaking a bone. See, I I just drunk in the wanderers. That's as far as I knew people. I drunk in the wanderers and I I worked behind the bar kind of when Carly would let me go behind there when she needed a smoke. I was Carly's. Do you know cover. of it? Like the like in Greenock, like obviously we've got the local sports teams and and obviously must like you know football, rugby, whatever. Are are they good? Like, do we have any sort of good local teams and stuff? Because that would be interesting to speak to, like any sort of local sports people we've got, and same mm. as Michael, like the the things like that. Oh, I I don't really know who to cover on that because you've got the Wanderers that your sister is a professional athlete. Yeah, like she she's injured at the minute, but she's been doing well at the old running. She's coming she's back. Very good runner. Google Shelby Morrison. You you see her. She's a very good runner. Let's see another comment from Michael. I, I, I have a my, my broken nose story is tremendous, <gasps> actually. Um, especially that. my comments to my father as I jogged back after, and my good lady after I jogged back, having had my nose broken, they're like, You're right, I says, hey, Yes, are you going to carry on? Was my father's question. I says, Dad, is a Pope a Catholic? Um, yes, it was It was not nice, um, but yeah, there's been a few shocking injuries in my time, and I've been pretty lucky. Uh, I've got friends that have had some howlers that have ended their career prematurely. Uh, it's it's uh, it's quite the sport to play. And do you still have like damage? Like Michael, can you like if like can you see your nose was broken and stuff? Like do you look like a big rugby player boy? How's your ears? That's another one. Like, ears? Your ears? Yeah. Because of like when you like Mike Tyson thing and like bite their ears. No, like when you're scrumming in that and like you're you're down. Like that sort of thing that looks like two shells. You know the thing I'm talking about when they're both down. Yeah, and they're yeah putting their arms around each other. Big cuddle thing. Yeah, the big cuddle. You can screw yeah. your ears up with a big cuddle. That's why they wear like some of them wears like sort of like padded helmets or what uh, Rick Steiner wears, like the ear protector, so mm. they don't screw up their ears. Just so violent. Like I would be so scared. I, I don't. I wouldn't want to. Did you never play rugby? No, I, I didn't do any sport. 
I used to be um when I was in school I done the like, athletics thing and I was only put into that because we were very short on numbers and so they sent me up to it um and so we went to the sports center um I can remember once it was a sports center college doing for the cemetery. But anyway, right, just a... we were there in a, at the very start you had a day like a roly poly and start other things I done the roly poly immediately put a muscle in my back and had to get sent home, so that's my athletic career. So that was your sport? You were yeah. doing like roly poly? Yeah, I'm a fat, unfit girl. But when I moved to America, they put me in the girls' basketball team. I was really good at that. Can you shoot? I've never shot hoops yeah, with and you. When I was in Australia as well, there was a ladies' basketball team and I played on that as well. I actually quite like basketball. It's kind of fun. I know they did netball more in this country, but I really enjoyed basketball when I was in America. Like, I'm like I'm a like a fat girl. I'm not good at like cardio and stuff. I don't like that sort of thing. But I like... Um, I used to like doing my rowing machine and things I like, and I like body pump classes, so I like, like lifting weight things. I don't like doing cardio stuff, it stresses me, it gets me sweaty. Um, that's what comment for. So my, my ears are devoid of cauliflower lumps because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a back, uh, or a, or a, a namby-pamby back, as my stepfather would say. Um, it, my nose is, is fine, I was lucky. Um, as 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 again, if I was to fall out the ugly, ugly tree, I would. I'm one of those ones. I would miss the branches. Um, so lo and behold, when I'm a lucky man, <laughs> so when my nose was broken, it didn't get absolutely obliterated. It was getting it reset was horrendous. Um, but when it was reset, it's got a wee squint in it. It's got a wee bit of thickening in it, but it's not. It's not like oh my god, Jesus! <laughs> it's not like boxer broke. Um, yeah. So no, I'm I'm not too bad. I'm looking at the um the Scot Scottish rugby team and I'm looking at all their backs. So that's the same position that Michael plays. So see there because um I just want to see what, who they all are. Cause I've never seen them before. Um, let me see here. They no, do all look very like muscly, burly men though. Right, let me see if I can find the one Shelby used to like. Shelby was actually her co- his coach for cardio. It's a big, tall, handsome-looking blonde boy, big, tall guy. Mm. There's a man on the Scotland rugby team. It's called Alex Craig, and it says lock on his forward lock. So I guess that's a position. But Alex Craig, he looks as if he's had some broken bones and stuff. He's like a very big, muscly-looking fellow. I would say that's a broken nose. He's got like a bandana over his ears, so I can't see his ears, but they don't look normal. And they've got like big padded hats on, like um, like Blade Thompson, number eight. He's got a big like padded hat situation. And he's got like, his knees all taped up and everything. God, like, you can see these people, they're, they've had years of injuries. You can just see it in their face. They look traumatised. <gasps> There's people called hookers. What do hookers oh, yeah. say, Michael? What is a hooker doing in the rugby team? There's a person called Ewan Ashman, and he looks as if he's about 14 years old. He looks very young. Look up Richie Gray. That's the guy that used to train with Shelby. Richie Gray? Richie Gray. Yeah, let's play a comment. What what you want to do is search for either um, Finn Russell or Cameron Redpath, and you'll see just how unblemished their faces are, and and I'd love to see how handsome, but uh, unblemished they both are, and that's the positions that I've played since the tender age of uh, of of seven. So yeah, I'm unscathed for the most part. I've just looked up Finn Russell. Is it? And I put Finn Russell injuries, and there's a lot of images for that. That's no good. Did you look up Big Richie? No, what's his name again? Sorry, Richie what? Richie, Richie Gray. Richie Gray. 
Oh, I see him here. Glasgow Warriors, he plays for just now. Yeah, he played for Scotland. Look, he used to make, he used to take photos and message Shelby and stuff. Can I just so say something that we've been on air for forty we've been on air for almost forty eight minutes talking about sports. Me and you. There you go. I I also wear a big padded hat solely for confidence after an absolute shocker of a concussion um, playing um, where I got as as I obliterated someone I got an elbow to the back of the head and completely sparked myself out I've I've worn a a head guard ever since um, just to stop pointy elbows and other things from basically knocking me out oh my god how many concussions have you had like it's Oh, I didn't even think of that concussions. Also, did you buy your padded helm your helmet off a slugger rugger? Right. Is that slugger slugger that like, like, you know? Aye, that's Is slugger it? rugger. Aye. Does he do rugby had... things? Yeah, look, like, see all his. That's where she used to buy all her Under Armour and stuff off of him. And then mm-hmm. one time, one time I was drunk in Carly's house. I wore one of those helmets. I was just going around button things, thinking, well, this will stop me from getting concussions, and was, like, letting people hit me with doors and stuff. It didn't work. It just... I'm looking up the um, the Scottish ladies rugby just now, and there's a girl in this. Her name is Jade Conkle, and she's got big, like, sleeve tattoos and stuff. She looks brilliant. Are there a women's rugby team down there? I've seen them. I've No, wait. I'm trying to remember there were a drama with the women's rugby team. And I'm not sure if they're still playing for the Wanderers or not. I wonder if that's the same comment. I'll give it a shot. All right. <laughs> Richie Gray Esquire and his brother Johnny um, are actually good friends of mine. <laughs> and uh, we were actually talking today about the fact about how when he left Glasgow and went to Exeter, uh, um, he clearly found the gym because he was a large man before he left and now he's absolutely humongous. It's ridiculous. That's interesting, it's like such a small world, isn't it? I think, like, connected yeah. to people. I, I yeah, can see um, in the picture just Richie Gray, like, he was, like, a, like smaller, and you can see he like, was talking about he must have found the gym at some point, so he's, like, bulked up massively. He's found his gains. Well, is, is that a sports thing, what I just said? It's more of like a muscle man thing, using the gains and the burn. Look at pictures of his wedding. Hold on, let me try and see these. I look at some pictures of his wedding. He's on the Scottish wedding directory. Is this him? Right. I'm going That's to me play being very then. stereotypically female. That's terrible. Let me see his wedding right, I'll pictures. play this and you can look at the wedding photos, right? Aye, so uh, I've had... I've had two, so the day in question where I got the elbow to the back of the head and then I remember I was playing up at Allen Glens um, on my way back from injury, actually into the first 15, I played a second 15 game at Allen Glens um, and their centre came in and I tackle quite high, so I tackle man and ball rather than round the leg, so I'll hit you in the chest rather than round your knees um, and he caught me in the face like just above my right eye with a forearm which could be masqueraded as a as a as a handoff and it just finished my game altogether. I was done after about seven minutes. It was a, it made me very angry. But um I it's just one of those ones where there's no comeback from that when someone that's well myself that's like ninety seven kilos at the time running into someone that's of an equal weight or slightly higher. Nah, there's no comeback from that. A forearm oh to the God. face is not nice. 
No, it would finish you right off. Maybe I'd be good at rugby because I'm quite violent. Yeah, it's, I think you'd be good at it. You'd be good you always say football. I should do. What is it you say I should do? You should do either judo or Brazilian jiu-jitsu because you've you've got a grip like a shifting spanner. And I've got my punching knuckle. Yeah, you oddly know how to throw throw fists. Yeah. Like really, really well. Yeah. So I Ooh. guess we have rugby, he would have played with a guy I was in school with. I think Ian Foster played, but I think his knee's done, and a guy called Matt Gray. They were the two guys that I knew anyway. There were a couple of other guys, but I was just known for pulling pints and trying to stay out of the way, to be honest. Yeah. If you've seen uh, me and Will both physically, we're not the sporting types. Maybe we should. Nah. Maybe it could be a challenge for us. We could go and, and play some sports when the lockdown's all finished. We can go and watch these. Like, we could go watch Michael doing his rugby. We could like cheerlead for him. The thing is that I've been trying to dunk since I've been a wee boy. That's been my dream. Is to to match your shoes. Dunk. Yeah, to dunk a basketball. The people, mm-hmm. the professional sportsmen that can do that at five six. I've always wanted to do it. I remember when I was younger and I touched the net and I acted like I just. Well, it was the greatest thing I've ever done. Do you want to play her comments? Let's go for it. Uh, she's, she's nailed it on the games front, so um, my cousin Nicola used to be head of medical at Glasgow Warriors, who Johnny, who Johnny played for, and, and it was like, I'm not saying the focus switched, um, or the, the attention switched from when he moved from Glasgow to, to Exeter, but... There's a just it's just a change of mentality and how they how they condition the players. Um, Shoot Hog also left Glasgow and went to 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 um, Exeter. But the difference is, is if you if you're a prime player for Scotland and you play for a Scottish club, you get protected, and you you you're not only allowed to play certain games, you're allowed to do certain activities. But if you go to an English club or a French club or whatever, uh, and you're also Scottish then you're fair game, so there's no um, rugby union protection. And Johnny basically could go hell for leather, play every game, lift every weight, um, and similar to Stuart Hogg, it ended up phenomenal. I didn't know that. That's interesting. That's a, a fact there, it's a top tip. That's a, I, it's been covered by... Look, technically, if you're playing for Scotland and playing in Scotland League, they would want to protect you if you think about it. They would be mm. like, no, nah, if you injured, you would lose. Yeah. Right, next comment. Ian Foster is one of the greatest players I've ever played with in my whole entire life, with the exception of his knees. Um, he uh, really hurt his knee badly um, playing with us um, down at Ardrossan, and that probably finished him. Um, but he still has the class um, to this day. He still, he'll train with us from a coaching perspective, but he'll run in the line. Wow. He's an inspiration. He's just a fantastic player. His distribution's great. His vision's great. What a player. What a player. But undone by dodgy knees. My question would be, is, is, like, I feel like Scotland, like, I would associate that sports-wise very much with, like, football. And, like, how much like, a, a rugby-supporting community is down Scotland? And obviously, like, quite a bit. Like, it's never something I looked into, but now I'm looking at it, I'm Googling them and seeing things, like, there's obviously quite a community in this, and like a, a friend, another friend I was in Notre Dame with, she played rugby in, in the, the women's club here, and she's since moved to London. I know she plays in a rugby club there, um, and she's like a doctor now. I think she's a plastic surgeon or something like that, but she still does it. So I, I would be interested to know how much of a sort of rugby supporting community there is. If, if there's any other rugby supporters that listen to us, get in contact and, and let us know your thoughts on it on this Six Nations thing. And if you ever want to come on and chat to us as well, we'd appreciate that. Yeah, 
because I've never followed it. Like I've got people. I think Andy's mum and a couple of her pals do, but I've watched some of it and I've lived in rugby houses like people that I've never got it. But it's more mm-hmm. of a gentleman's like not to be weird. It's more of a gentleman's sport. It's a more. It violent seems like somebody that's. I some people because the people on here that I'm seeing, I'm, I've since I've went from that um that guy you said about his wedding pictures, I've went on and found the wags of Scottish rugby, and the people look as if they're mere like sort of posher and like as if they get heaps of money. They look like yeah. you know, ripped and posh. Uh, Richie Gray is that the person you were talking about? Yeah. Um, he got married to former Miss Scotland. Her name is Ellie. Um, that's whose wedding pictures I was looking at, but they're on here as well. It was interesting. It was for comment now. The, the rugby community is massive, so if you look at it, so not to tout, but if, if, if you look at for us from like a, a business perspective on the coffee side of things, like I look at some of the deals that we're doing just now oh on the football God. side versus what the Glasgow Warriors are trying to do. So Glasgow Warriors already stock our coffee for the players and their staff. Like the whole thing is focused on the Warriors nation and the community. So our partnership with them is focused on how we and the Warriors can give back to the fans versus some of the deals we're doing with some of the football teams, which is all about revenue. Um, it's massive, so it's really, really, really important. Um, and you've no idea. And, and the community goes from the Scotland team right down to your teams in the lower leagues and how that affects small towns, small villages and whatever else. It's, it's a fantastic thing to be a part of. Is that the, are you is Michael the coffee person that we like? Is he the Everclyde Coffee Club? The Clyde Coffee if, people. Steve, is my head going to explode because we love this? This is what we did this week. We just got it and we're obsessed with it. We've been having it every have day. I, have I met Michael? Did he like try to find me in the street and I was wondering about like I think I may have been in my jammies or a vest. Looking for him on the street. Oh my goodness, listen, listen, listen. Ah, yeah, so me and Simon, my business partner Simon, we are the ones that own the Clyde Coffee Club. Yes. <gasps> oh my god, we love Clyde Coffee Club. We have that, we just uh, bought I, it this week and like, we like supporting local and, and stuff and we love it. I've got my new mug, we've been having more coffee. We love it. Your coffee's the I best. Got, I we got love blessed. It. it was really good. I did <gasps> make too much in a cafeteria and had to drink like four cups and was Rattling that's why you shouldn't because Michael's got his thing his AeroPress thing on there you should be buying that that's what I say you should get uh, I like tears I like the push I <gasps> think that is the guy I met on the street that he came out of his that's car that's so and... funny I feel like he's like a celebrity now because no one's telling us about football but he's got the best coffee we love it it's oh, yeah. so it is so good, good. it smells amazing we love your coffee such a small world. I've Googled the Greenock rugby now and the Greenock Wanderers have come up, so I'm like reading up on them and seeing the people who do that. But it's interesting. We should get like in contact with them and be able to go see some games or something when we're allowed out. I don't think you need to pay. You just walk into the, the club and say no, about you must that. need to pay. You must need not, to pay. Not in the Wanderers. You just stand on the pitch. Don't know where about. Just see, by the way, on since we're talking about Michael's Coffee and that we love and stuff, we can like take this chance to thank our sponsors, Inverclade Boiler Company. Um, for sponsoring the podcast and all the mouth of the Clyde endeavours and we really appreciate them and like we say every time they're opening a new showroom up and they've spon- they've um, promised us uh, tea and, and biscuits and coffee and stuff so maybe maybe Michael can go and get his coffee over to them and we can have Clyde Coffee over at Inverclyde Boiler Company's new offices that would be good we could get I'm all these local businesses together because we like supporting local it's nice because I only got like, I got my delivery was it yesterday or the day before I got my Parma Vintage stuff Parma Vintage was yesterday with a big shiny bag. 
Yeah, we like we like supporting local because, like we've said, it's like tough times during the pandemic. And we want to keep the businesses in Greenock open and encourage new new things in Greenock. It's good for us, so support local if you can. And we're going to be doing a giveaway soon. Actually, we're going to um, buy a whole bunch of products from like local businesses, like um, Michael's Coffee um, and like stuff from Parma Vintage and everything. And there's actually there's Inverclyde Gin as well. So we're going to try and collect a whole bunch of products that are in Inverclyde. We're going to do a big, massive um, box and do a giveaway to the subscribers of the podcast and people over on our social media so you can keep um, watching for that. We'll be doing that away soon. Do not grab bag. A big green up grab bag we're going to do, but we're putting that together now. We want to try and um, take some time on it and get the most stuff that we can and make a good big box for everybody's all good stuff. Um, another comment. So that is that is that is one rabbit hole for us to go down. Um, I can we could talk about that for that's one thing for another week. Um, we could absolutely talk about that for days on end. Um, so big Simon actually. So the funny story this week was it's my sage machine that lives in the office Monday to Friday in the warehouse, and I took it home uh, yesterday, and I went to make myself a cup of coffee this cup of coffee this morning. I own a coffee company, and I didn't even have any coffee to put in my coffee machine. Oh my god! <laughs> so no, there's definitely plenty for us to discuss on the coffee front as well. No, for sure, we'll need because I'd be so interested in how you like started that and how that's going. That's a great thing, I think. Like just like, even the branding of that coffee, like you know, wasting it on it and the mug, like the, I think the mug's so funny. Because like, I, I want to get another one because my husband likes it as well, and he would like his own mugs. There's, there's fights yeah. in this house over that coffee mug, so we definitely need to get some more. I mean, right. bags of coffee. It was the mug that sold you first. Yeah, you were, like, it was the mug. mug I was like, mug. yeah, the mug's amazing. I was just so happy. Like, I'm interested in how like, he would ship it over and all that kind of stuff. Like, it just interests like it's Colombian or whatever coffee. I was the pictures you know? on that I seen this week. That's so awesome. there's like, big, massive like, bags of Colombian coffee that they brought in. Like you can see pictures of it over on the Clyde Coffee Instagram. We always link um, the Instagram on ours as well. You see that the, uh, this week they had like big, massive bags of like Colombian coffee they brought in. Um, and they've got a lot of the wee bundles and stuff because they had a wee offer on it recently. That's probably how we, we ended up getting it. But you see the one I love because it's a, a bag of the coffee and it says, go ask your mother roast on it. And that's always, always what my dad says to me. I'd love to get one in for my dad because he's like still in Australia. So it'd be cool to get like a bag of that, that coffee for him and send it. Yeah. It says like, it says um, Clyde Coffee Club, there's a sticker on it and it says the Greenock West roast on it. And I think that's just so, so cool. I love it. There was a CBD one that sold out. I was trying to get my hands on. Yeah, looking for it. We need to keep our eye out and get that one. But like, you, like, you should definitely go check them out and follow them because that's a really good thing to be in Greenock. I love it. Play it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I I can't allude to too much because I I am in the, in the, by the virtue of being AMD. I'm I'm the boring stuff behind the scenes, and Simon and Blair do all the out, outward facing stuff. Uh, along with Dave, who does all the branding and that, but I'm pretty sure their latest gig is the fact that the quote on the cup is is limited edition, so like they change it all the time. So like if you miss oh. the quote that you like, that's it, because they're only making like so many. Um, oh. some of it's brilliant, and then I just, as I say, kick the door in and moan about money and everything else. But <laughs> um, but no, it's some some of the stuff they're trying to do is great. It's I love so a cool. good limited I edition. Yeah. And just like a, like a company with a sense of humour behind it, I totally love. Like, don't take myself too seriously. Like, Canabira is so good. We take ourselves far too seriously. Oh, we do. Uh-huh. We do, we do. <laughs> Not. <laughs> we're, we're a disaster, an actual disaster. But we try our best. We, we do. I want a pair of shoes if we ever had to go to court or anything. We're not going to go to court. 
Next. Yeah, so on the CBD side, so um, that was funny as well. So <laughs> we literally actually ran out of beans last week uh, waiting for our next big order to come in and then it arrived on Friday. So the boys were all frantically roasting and infusing <laughs> CBD uh, all night on Friday um, so that it's ready for launch on Monday. Uh, it was funny watching them like just doing just doing their thing but like under high pressure rather than just being dead chilled doing their business the, the way they like it so no the, the next big launch is there's a pre-launch on sunday um to existing clyde coffee club members and then monday is the full launch to the general public oh that's good and we'll share that i will share it on our um page as well um, but we're going to have to we're going to have to bounce, yeah. you know, because we've been over our hour. Think of a member. We could we could do the ninety minutes. We could go on, or we could just no, because we need to leave it because we need to prep for our Sunday brunch tomorrow. Uh, um, I, I need to get up in the morning to go get papers. Aye, we need to prepare for that. So we're going to head now. But thank you so so much, Michael, for joining us, and we'll thank see you, you then tomorrow in the afternoon, and we'll talk about the the Celtic game, maybe some rugby and coffee, and we're, we're going to have all the the Sunday papers for you as well. So thank you so much again, Michael, for joining us. You can hear him again with us tomorrow and we'll have some more chats and we'll share that promotion at Clyde Coffee Club are doing um, on Sunday when they do that. Um, what else? Thank you for the head up on the launch also. Yeah, thank you. Hold on for this last one. No problem, guys. Absolutely great. Um, if there's anything you want me to prepare for exclusively, fire me over, okay? Thank you so much. Maybe we'll do a wee interview, Michael, at some point, like off air and put it on the website of like, how he started the business and what goes on in there because that'd be interesting. Right. Um, I would love for chat. Alright, but um, please subscribe to us and rate our podcast on usual like Apple or Google. Um, we're on Spotify as well. Subscribe to our podcast and like it. You can follow us on social media at Mouth of the Clyde. And again, we want to thank our sponsors at the Clyde Boiler Company um, and Michael for um, contributing and, and chatting to us today. The fees will be back tomorrow. We'll have the papers and Michael will talk to you and inform stuff about the football that we can't do. But thank you so much for listening to our Saturday night shit chat. And we'll see you tomorrow afternoon with the papers. See you later. Good night. Thank you. Night. Bye. Bye.